This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. another hard factor interview this time with a congressional candidate from new jersey tom toomey can tom do enough to get pat's vote in the garden state why don't you listen and find out oh yeah welcome to hard factor republican congressional candidate for district 11 in new jersey tom toomey tom thank you for joining the show yeah thanks so much for having me guys i really appreciate it it's great to be here yeah Nice. Uh, I like your painting in your office. It's very professional. Thank you. Yeah, it's the uh, 12th hole of Augusta, actually. So oh, nice. That legendary turn that everyone, you know, struggles on. I had uh, my father had the painting, actually, and he was like, he was moving some stuff around. I'm like, can I have that? He's like, sure, I don't hang it up anyway. I'm like, yep, that's my office painting. Runway that's awesome. Amen corner. I got the double macho man going on behind me. Right. <laughs> and, I've, and I've got you behind me. I was going to say, I can see you. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. Hmm. Is, that, is that good? Is that intimidating to see you, you <laughs> no. behind me? Okay, cool. <laughs> so the 11th district, we have uh, Hard Factor Pat. What district are you in in Jersey? You know, man, I, I don't think I, I know. I'm not in 11, but I'm a stone's throw from 11. Okay. I looked at the map. Uh, I could be in 11. Haven't re- haven't uh, registered to vote here in Jersey yet. New resident. Uh, but I am gonna. You're so, Rutherford, correct? Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, Rutherford. So I'm a potential voter here, Tom. Yeah. Just, oh, nice. Uh, just let yeah. you know. Yeah, you're right by Giant Stadium over there, Rutherford. Oh, bro. Yeah, I can see the stadium from uh, from a balcony. Uh, I'll be able you to see my tailgate. I, I go to I have a Giant's tailgate every Sunday. Oh, wow. During, uh, during right. the same, you should come, man. It's huge. Got a 42 foot long trailer. Ben and Mike's G Men tailgate. You guys got to come. We That's how you get the first time. Eights and lobster. Tom, and all. I already awesome. have my tickets to the Washington football team versus oh. the New York football Giants game. I'm telling you, you are, you're more than welcome to come. Come join. Wow. You know, we, we hang out. We get there very early in the morning, like, you know, 6 30 in the morning, set everything up. We're there. We got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's a, it's a hell of a deal. You should definitely join. You guys wow. got hammered, huh? Starting <laughs> off. I like it. It's work. It's, it's, it's all work. You know? Right. Yeah. When you're hosting yeah. the tailgate, yeah. when you're host, I used, I used yeah. to host the LSU tailgate uh, down down on campus or, or help with it, and it is nothing but work. Yeah, for the people. It's nothing but work. I'm there at, again, I'm there at 6 30 in the morning, and we're setting everything up, and I'm working the whole time. We're cooking, we're doing all that kind of stuff, and then. You know, we're set, we're breaking it down after the game. Yeah, it's, it's all it's literally all work, but I yeah. love it. It's, it's great, great group of guys, awesome time. Everyone gets along. It's it's awesome. Nice, cool. That sounds great. Probably the best campaign event you're gonna have going every Sunday as well. <laughs> yeah, right. It makes me, you know, yeah, I would I'd say so. Yeah. Right, uh, Tom. I see you have a history in artificial intelligence. Sure. So, right off the bat, I think everybody obviously wants to know: Do you know what year the robots are gonna take over yet? Or are you still calculating that? Yeah, what year did it become sentient? Mm-hmm. Well, well I, I robot said it was 2050, right? So I'm going to stick okay. with that. Will Smith is pretty accurate on a lot of things. So, Ooh, okay. You know, we're, we're, we're going to stick with that. We've okay. got some time. Now, is there a way to get on the good side of the AI? My theory is that the robots like cats. So I just got a bunch of cats, and then they're like going to need people to take care Why of Why do they cats. like cats again? That's just a theory. 
It could, they could, they, it might not, it might not work out as it's, you okay. know, but I haven't got boil this theory down. Mark likes cats. Yeah. So, 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 you know, maybe the robots do will too. It's hopeful. Yeah. He's very well, hopeful. That's well, the case. But when's yeah. it going to happen, Tom? <laughs> uh, again, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, 2050 was I robot. So we're going to stick with that for now. I got to dig a little more into it, but you know, for now we'll stick with what I robot says. So okay. let's dig into that history You have a history. Now you, you, um, or an entrepreneur, is that correct? You have a history in small business? Like where? Yeah. So I started out my career, actually, I worked for a food manufacturing company and catering company, the largest catering company in New Jersey. They ended up moving into food manufacturing. And I worked directly hand in hand with the CEO of the organization. Uh, I was his right hand man and learned all of the ins and outs of small business. So, you know, for the very beginning of my career, I got that, that awesome, awesome mentorship that not many people get. Uh, but yeah, I learned the ins and outs of small business, what it takes to grow it, what it takes, you know, what red tape messes with it, you know, when, you, when you're trying to grow things and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was an awesome experience. And everything from working on the, the, the floor of the, of the manufacturing plant in, in, a, in a giant fridge, timing to see how long it took to, to make meals and things like that, and see what our cost analysis was, all the way up to doing sales and driving all around the country to sell to, you know, places like Stop, Stop and Shop and ShopRite and all these other companies to sell our products. So I've done all of it from top to bottom. And I, I learned firsthand from a CEO of a business who built it up from the ground himself. So it was a really cool experience there. Nice. And what makes you, uh, what was the jump? What, why, why would you want to get into politics? Because it seems to me like politics is a profession where if you're doing very well at your job, only slightly more than 50% of people are ever going to be happy with you. So what, what was the decision in, in politics? What's the motivation behind it? Yeah. So it, it really is as, as basic and as simple as, you know, as, you know, evil can only triumph and good men do nothing. I'm sure you guys know this. Everyone talks about politics, this or that. Heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Right. In Washington, it's true. I was down there. I was on president Trump's reelection team. I was down there for a period of time. You meet everyone, all that kind of stuff. 95% of the people in that industry do not care about you. Now there's 5%, 10%, whatever it is down there. And luckily that's my connections down there. And they're, they're fighting hard. They're trying to do that kind of stuff, but people just don't care. Right. So when I got done the campaign, I thought to myself, what do I really want to do? So I went back to business. I'm in business now, but I was sitting on the silence for a little while. And I'm like, what do I want to do here? I want to help the country. I want to help the people. And how do I do this best? And they just came to my you know, decision was, you know, if you want something done right, do it yourself. So I decided, you know, I'm going to jump into this. I'm going to run for Congress. I'm actually going to fix the problems rather than just saying, oh, this person should fix it or that person should fix it. I'm taking actions into my own hands. So that's, it's really as simple as that. There, there's problems going on in this country. Politicians don't care about the people. It's time for someone who actually cares about the American people and benefiting them to get involved in this and do what's best for them. That, that sounds a lot like the, what Trump said when he ran. Yeah, and I think I think that's a lot of what, you know, the piece of, what people really liked about president Trump was that was that he wanted to fight for the people that, you know, he saw it from a totally different angle than I'm seeing it from, but it's the same concept, right? What is going on? There's a lot of problems. We need to fix them. No one in politics is going to fix them because they're all, you know, being, they want donations. They want to go up the political ladder things like that. They're worried about themselves. They're not worried about the people. And I think that's the one appealing thing that I think everyone or most people like about president Trump was that, you know, he really did do this out of being genuine and wanting to fight for the American people. Yeah, that's one opinion. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I, Tom, I got a question for you. Uh, so on your campaign site and um, I guess the, when you're crafting a narrative, right? So it's pretty interesting. This is your first run for Congress, right? So you got to sure. come up with like, what's your angle? And sure. uh, one of your angles is businessman, as we covered. The other is outsider. 
which sure. I thought was interest, that, interesting. That that obviously like was very successful for Trump. But when the political pendulum is swinging, right? Uh, sometimes yeah. out, outsiders a great way to uh, to to jump into the double dutch, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but I noticed some of your talking points are kind of like you know hitting hitting the the party line of of getting people uh, getting a certain group of people fired up, which seems like insider. What are you actually doing as an outsider? Like, have you thought about that or or what is there a specific issue where you're like, Oh man, this is how I can approach it differently. I saw the critical race theory piece and the gun piece on Newsmax, which, you know, like those are just, those are just get people fired up. Those aren't issues, you know, like what are you doing as an outsider? Yeah. So the outsider piece to me, when you look at it, is just someone who's actually going to fight for the people. The insider piece is Who's going to benefit Washington? Who's going to work to climb the ladder in Washington? Who's going to work to benefit their party? I'm here to benefit and help for the American people, not a party or not a group or organization, right? And that's what makes the outsider pieces that in Washington, again, I've been there. I've seen it my own two eyes. They only care about people in Washington. The line of, hey, this is a small town and get in line goes around all the time. And, you know, when you're not in that line, you're an outsider. And that's what makes me the outsider is that I'm not going to play their political game. I'm not going to say, oh, just shut up and do this because it's beneficial to X, Y, and Z. It makes it look good. No, it's, if it's good for the people, I'm going to do it. If it's good for Washington, if it's, you know, against what's good for Washington, I don't really care. I'm going to do what's better for the people. Right. Yeah. Oh, and that, that's oh. what got me thinking, which is interesting, right? Because, again, this is your first congressional campaign. So, like, you, you know. I feel like you have to, in some respects, play the game. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like right now there's there's a lot of goodwill to be uh, garnered right in uh, the base of the Republican Party by like talking about some hot button issues. Right. Like don't that don't necessarily affect your state at all. And, uh, you know, I feel like every Republican is subjected to have to do that. Right. How do you balance that? Right. Because you got to you got to kind of like, you know for lack of a better term, give a, give a light hand job, but not a full hand job. To toe the party right? line. There's yes. literally expre- an yes. expression. For donations. For yeah, but I try to use yeah. a hand job. Right. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, right? I mean, a lot of people want to toe the party line and make sure that it's this and that. Look, I agree with a good amount of what the Republican Party stands for, right? I'm not saying here, like, I'm a total outsider of this now. Like, I am an outsider, but I do agree with much of what the Republican Party stands for. I believe in low taxes. You know, I believe in less regulation. I believe in your right to bear arms. I believe in your right to free speech. I believe in all of those kinds of things. So well, from what you're saying, right, is that sometimes it looks like I may be towing the party line. It's not because I'm towing the party line. It's because I believe in those things. I be- Again, I believe in low taxes. I believe in low regulation. I, I believe in the right to own a gun, your right to free speech, the right for parents decide what happens and you know what their children are being educated and things like that i i just believe all of those things which yeah. is what a republican not necessarily on the party line i mean that makes sense sure. so uh, tom have yeah. you done any uh role-playing scenarios like uh stranger rolls into your house with briefcase full of cash because right now you're mm-hmm. uncorrupted but what happens years from now when I offer you millions of dollars to lob mm. to for as a lobbyist you know sure. are you still gonna still gonna be you know so, so you guys may like this answer. So actually, when I called my grandmother, who I, I love dearly, and I called her to tell her that I was doing this, and she was so happy that I was getting involved and things like that, she said two things. She says, Tommy, I love you. If you get corrupted while I'm alive, I'll kill you. If you get oh, that's corrupted good. after I'm dead, I will haunt uh-huh. you. For the yeah, nice. So me getting corrupted, my, my grandmother, okay. I love her dearly. She's an old school Italian woman. You don't want her wanting you for the rest of your life. You know, the, she's from the Bronx originally, then moved to Jersey. Well, you don't want that, right? That's, that's, good. that's good that you have her on good your answer. side. You're, you're going to yeah. need her because, trust me, D.C. corrupts people. Uh, yes, and, and just because I know that, I want to ask you, 
how would you actually fight against bureaucracy in D.C.? And also against some of the stuff that you mentioned earlier about people being, you know, money grubbers, essentially money grubber, career politicians. I mean, I grew up with a, a family that worked on Capitol Hill, saw a lot of that firsthand. So, you know, like what would you are, are you against super PACs? Are you for term limits? What kind of things, radical things is Tom Toomey into that would actually fight the bureaucracy in D.C.? Yeah, absolutely. For term limits. Um, I I 110 percent for term limits. I think that's where the majority of the problems come from, is that people lock in these districts that are plus 30 red, plus 40 Democrat, whatever it is. And then they get donors that come in and flood them with money and then they don't have to worry about I'm never going to lose a seat. I can do what I want. That that is the that is, in my opinion, there's like, well, yes, there's so many things to do. To, to fix this. And then I'm um, one man, I'm not going to fix all the problems in the world, but people like myself who get elected, the big part is we need the majority of us who actually care about the people to do that. Right. That's, that's step one is people like myself running and getting involved. One person isn't going to do anything right. There's 435 members of Congress, hundred people in the Senate. What we need to do is one by one, go in and get people elected who actually care about the people who want to take care of the people. And then you can pick it off that way. But the first step, like you said, is the term limit piece. You know, you're supposed to represent people. You're not supposed to be not supposed to be a career politician and last there for 50 years like we have with Joe Biden or we have with Maxine Waters or Nancy Pelosi or, or any of them, right? We need to, Mr. term limits is, is the first step. Yeah, in, Mr. In McConnell, too. Well, well, how, how do you feel about dirt? Let's so like, you know, are you going to get in there? Let's say you, I don't know, see some Congress people are just hanging around too long doing a bunch of cocaine and you say click on your camera. Are you are you down with that to get them out? Like, how dirty are you willing to play That's for the small, people? There's bigger fish to fry than a little bit of cocaine, though, right? Like, you know, it, it, it really is to me. And I know this is going to sound like a, a political answer, but it, it truly is to me. It's about doing things that are going to benefit the people. Right. And right. The things you need to expose are the things that they're doing that are not benefiting the people, right? One example with the COVID uh, relief bills, right? There was a lot of stuff in that COVID relief bill. We were sending, what, a certain amount, I think it was $80 billion, whatever it was, maybe wrong on the number here, overseas to Iran. Why? I thought this was a COVID relief bill to help the American people and to help us get back on track. Those are the things that I believe in exposing and showing to the world, right? Like things that matter, things, hey, yeah. your government is saying this and that, but this is what they're doing behind the scenes, right? It's, it's not about necessarily, oh, like what you mentioned about, oh, this guy does this or this. That doesn't do anything, right? That Has you, do have you ever been to the Kennedy Center, though, Tom? Beautiful right. place I hear. Oh, I, I, I used to go past it every single day yeah, yeah. on my way to, on my way to uh, the election site uh, or campaign headquarters. I went and drove past it every single day. Man. They better leave Wolf Trap alone. You know, they better mm-hmm. keep that around. Um, what about aliens? If you find out about aliens, you're going to tell us or what? You're going to, or if they say not yeah, to. make a deal. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that's a big deal. I would love to know about aliens myself, actually. You know, I'm a yeah. Little, yeah, but as soon as you find out. Yeah, what I mean, if they say we'll tell I, you? I don't think we allow the congressman to find out because that. Well, this is years down the road, Tom. This we is, need your word is, now, just in case you, you end might, up getting that well, security I mean, clearance. You might need to play the game to get to the big fish. President one day, so that's. I guess I'll take that as. Well, if your grandma's backing you all the way, then I, I have no doubt about how, <laughs> yeah, how high you ghosts go. on your side. Yeah. Right. What's up with this garbage? I moved to this state in New Jersey. I get some girl pregnant, and she's like, "You got to come to New Jersey." I'm like, sitting pretty down in Texas. I got my weed guy. He comes to me. 
Okay. Uh, he's feeling the pressure of legalized weed around the country. So he's like, he's, he's trying, he's offering this service, man. It's awesome. He's got to come. He's got like his whole thing. Has he I'm going to babysit yet? I no, no way I'd ever let uh, okay. Harry, Harry Potter babysit. But um, uh, I come to Jersey. I'm like, I don't know anyone, but weed's legal, but I can't get any weed, bro. And I had to sign up for a medical card. I got my medical card and now they're making me show like proof of proof of residency. It's crazy, man. Are you, are you going to support the federal legalization of marijuana? You know, there, there's a couple questions to that, right? Overall, there I understand the problems of, hey, no one wants anyone behind the wheel of a car high. I understand that. I don't problem. even own a car, Tom. Right. Yeah, right. But that's but that, yeah. Yeah, like the overall yeah. problem. It's not about the individual. It's about the whole, right? Agreed. So Agreed. overall, right, that's a big problem is you can't be behind the wheel of a high. You also can't get this in, into schools with children, right? Whether it be tobacco, alcohol, anything. You can't get a hand to children. So I understand both of those. But when you look at it from an economic perspective, right, if we implemented that federally, it would create millions of jobs. It would create, you know, trillions of dollars into the economy. I'm very, very big on because it's very dear to me is the opioid epidemic going on in this country. And what happens a lot with opioids is that someone is, you know, a basic person, whether they're a construction worker, a laborer, they're an athlete, whatever it is, they get, you know, they get injured in, uh, on their job and they're prescribed opioid pills for nice. 90 days. What happens then? Everyone gets hooked. If you were prescribed marijuana pills, that wouldn't be the case, right? You write a sonata. That's you smart, know? Tom. Could, couldn't overdose on you. Can't overdose yeah. on it. So it's all those kinds of things where that's very, very beneficial, right? Yes. I think that is huge. Um, again, it's the opioid epidemic is huge to me. I've been to a new, number of funerals for it, you know, and that's a big thing there. It fixes it. What it also fixes is right now we have in this country is a lot of people import their plastics from China. You know, I know there's a big push in you know, making sure we don't have any plastics. It's still going to be imported. Well, the big problem with plastic, it's not biodegradable. You can take hemp and you can make it the same material as plastic, the same use as plastic. But then if it gets dropped in the street or if it gets put in our oceans or anything like that, it doesn't affect the wildlife because it's biodegradable. So there's a ton of benefits of legalizing it. Right. Uh, we, I think we just need to have an overall sit down of how do we do this properly, make sure people aren't yeah. you know, high behind the wheel, make sure it doesn't get in the school, you know, get in Treat it like alcohol. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. But, America is a weird that. country because hemp used to be our biggest cash crop at one point, like next to tobacco. Right. Right. So. Yeah. So there, there, there's benefits of it. Um, I'm not going to sit here and deny that. But there's, you know, the big thing is it, it cannot be in our schools. People cannot be high behind the wheel. We have to figure out those two things. But, but overall, you know, yeah, I like uh, it. Tom, I got a question. So you sure. were on uh, Trump's you know, last campaign, right? Um, sure. Number one, do you have any insight as to whether or not maybe he's going to run in 2024? And two, do you think that's good for the Republican Party or do you think that he should let someone else step in and take the lead? Sure. Um, in terms of that, that's the million dollar question I get every single time I speak to anyone. You're on Trump. You know, people. What's the deal? I have no idea. Okay, so you uh, lie every time. The right. same, the same rumors. This is like the aliens, <laughs> Tom. You're not going to let us know about the aliens. Tom, you didn't hear the, the thing that I heard from the insiders that he's going to dangle a run right up until the last minute. And then he's going to pick his endorsement. Blink twice oh. if that's true, because I heard from a very good source. Um, I, don't know, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where that's the rumor that everyone wants to hear. Um, right. Not me. I'm, I'm not in that tight end of a circle with him where I would know anything like okay. that. So, yeah. What about, right. what about do you think that the, that he should run or do you think it's time for someone else to maybe um, like a DeSantis or something? You, you know, I, I know everyone loves DeSantis. Um, I'm a big fan of him. I think he's probably the best governor we have in this country right now. 
But from an overall standpoint, I, again, I'm, I'm weird. People don't like this in politics. I actually believe whoever is best for the country, who's going to actually benefit the country most, should be running for president and should be the president. Oh, I don't look at Tom, it from a political Tom, angle. Tom, what do you think about this? What if the country went back to selecting the president, like, like George mm-hmm. Washington, the very oh. first one? You it's know, an honor. Do you accept it? Do you accept yeah. that it's a collect call from America? Well, I mean, George Washington still won the Electoral College. He did 69 to nothing. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah, he's nice. the unanimous president ever, but he still won the Electoral College. Let me try to get a let me try to get an ageism quote from you here, Tom. Shouldn't we go younger either from Trump or Biden? Aren't those guys both a little bit too old? Well, you know, I, I understand the understanding of a need for a new face, right? Um, I, I definitely it's younger. Yeah, that's why I'm running for Congress, right? I believe yeah. that there would be mass overturn. I believe that it's time for people who care and the, the new generation to come in and step in. Um, but again, it really comes down to the fact of who, who is the best person for the job, who's going to put okay. policies in place that are going to do best, who's going to stand up on the world stage when we need it. We know the Biden administration isn't doing that at the moment. It really comes down to those things. And I will judge that on what, when it, you know, if the president, the former president decides to run and he's standing up for what I believe in and what's best for the country, I'll decide it then. But overall, should he run and things like that, I'm a firm believer in just who is the best person to be in that position. It's the most important job in the world. And you need yeah. the best person at the time in there. I Man, prefer some of the Biden gaffes. Those are incredible, huh? What is that? Said, how about all those Biden gaffes? Those are incredible, aren't they? Yeah, it's it's quite interesting, aren't they? Yeah, good for like somebody, somebody though. Yeah, it's good for us. <laughs> I like uh, I'd like someone that doesn't write, you know, still write a check at the grocery store personally. You know, but, um, yeah. do you guys want to do a Jersey quiz since Pat's from Jersey and, and Tom's from Jersey? I got a couple of questions. Do you guys have yeah, any? Tom, I mean, we can yeah, go ahead. You're a Morristown guy. Is that is that the case? Yeah, I live in Morristown now. Yep. Okay, so uh, a little background on me. Uh, Neptune gentleman spent my first 10 years on the shore in Ocean Township, and I was whisked sure. away to Capitol Hill where I met these gentlemen. Sure. Thank God, right before I got the accent, and now I'm back. So uh, that's, that's where that's it where started. I'm back so, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually, I was actually born in Monmouth as well. When I, you know, settled down as an adult, and where am I going to, you know, settle down my life as an adult was when I came out to Morristown. But I'm, I'm a Monmouth County guy myself. Actually. Yeah, bro. Interesting. So okay, I'm sure. County guys. Whoa. Okay, to, Where, let's see. Where'd you go to high school at? Uh, I went to Christian Brothers Academy, actually, CBA. Mm, okay, I don't know that one. Yeah. Sounds okay. good, though. <laughs> Sounds well, private. <laughs> First question. This is, one, this is whoever gets closest, and you, this is, uh, you can go over. This isn't prices, right? Numbers. Pop, total population in Jersey. Who wants, mm-hmm. to, who wants to go first? Pat, eight, go first. Eight, eight, eight million people. I think it's like 8.3, eight, but 8 million people. Pat? Um, I'm going. Eight point four million people. Oh, that's that's low. Uh, that's blow ball. I mean, that's rude. Uh, it's uh, it's it's telling me nine point two on Wikipedia. So you guys are pretty close. But that okay. was that was dirty pool, Pat. Um, so Pat's gonna have to go Pat first on this one. Price is right. Tactics. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pat's gonna have to go first on this one. Uh, total land mass in miles. Just you know, you're not gonna get close. But just take a guess. Square miles. Square miles. Square miles. Ooh, let's see. Uh, t- I'm going to go with 3,400 square miles. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's low. Oh, yeah. um, I'm trying to think. Just say 3,401 and you got it in the back. <laughs> well, I mean, let's look no, at it's... this. Way. From the top of the parkway to the bottom is 173 miles. And then it's, what, 80 miles out that way? So you're looking at, what, was it? 50,000 square miles. I'm I'm not thinking off the top of my brain right now. Yeah. 
I think it's a lot of square miles. It's lower than Pat said. What is the st- all right? So one to one. What is the state bird of Jersey? Does anyone know? It's, anyone? It's a, gold, it's a goldfinch. It's easy. Is it? Uh, you want to get more particular, or you want to stick? With I only know it as a goldfinch. Uh, okay. American goldfinch. Yes, the American goldfinch. Uh, did you look that up? No, I went yeah. to elementary school in New Jersey. Okay. All right. And then, what about what state is Jersey? What the Garden does, State. Okay, that's fine. I'll give you a point there. But when did it become? Well, two to two. When did it become a state? Like one through fifty. What number? Oh, I'm gonna go three, seven, four, three. It's three. Yeah. Last question. Ooh, wow. What is Tom's got a one one question? Lead. What is the state song of New Jersey? Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. If I had to take a random guess, uh, Atlantic City by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, something by something by Bruce. It's the answer it. is anything by Bruce Springsteen. Yes, so you is. both get a point. Uh, oh it's, wow! Uh, both. Uh, he's born in, in Monmouth County, right? So uh, yeah. anything by Bruce Springsteen is the answer because Jersey is one of two states without a state song. So they just yeah. go with anything by Springsteen. That's there you go. Fun. There it is. Thrilling. Right. You guys did really good. You guys are both Jersey guys. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was a high-scoring match. Where do you get your chains at, Tom? Where do you get my what at? Your chains. Oh, I don't wear it. I got, like, my, like, boardwalk chains for the people from Jersey Shore. Well, you might like not that. wear it, but... I'm a, re- I'm a real Jersey perch. You know we don't actually rock those things. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I mean... Yeah, but, yeah. Pat, what's the, what's the barbershop near you? I'm sure you could pick up a chain. What's Bro. it called? What's the barbershop near me? In Rutherford, New Jersey, there's literally, and I'm not fucking around, 12 barbershops on the same street. Uh, <laughs> Styles something is the one I went to. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Tough competition. Yeah, it's tough. I texted uh, Trinidad uh, the other day asking him, like, what should I spend on a chain? Because I was at, down at the shore, and I was thinking he's going to be like 400 bucks. 10,000? He's like, 10 grand. It's a good investment. Who can afford that, man? <laughs> much. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's too much. I was surprising. Well, you guys are, like, you guys I could have bought like uh, three Jersey. of my hot tub hot tubs with that. With that, yeah, chain. man. Yeah, I'd rather three hot tubs than one chain. Yeah. Um. I mean, do you guys have any other questions, Tom? What What would you do in your first like year in, in office? Like, what's your first focus? Uh, like, what do you want to do? Sure. Yeah. So the the first the first thing I want to focus on, or there's two things I want to focus on. Big one is the economy. It's making sure that taxes are low, regulations are low. You know, COVID just crushed, especially in the state of New Jersey. COVID crushed small business. We need to allow them to build back and allow them to get back on their feet and grow again, right? So the first thing we need to do is cut back all the red tape, all the taxes, all that, all that kind of stuff that's that's strangling them. We need to allow them to grow. That's the first thing. The second thing is we need to fix our school system. Right now, what's going on in schools, we need to get back to teaching kids math and science and history and what's going to teach them the baseline, what's going to make them successful in the future, not critical race theory or not. No one's taking teaching critical schools. I'm sorry, what you said? I think Pat froze. I think Pat may have froze. Yeah, Pat froze. yeah that's that Jersey internet. Are you going to help the internet out in Jersey, Tom, when you get <laughs> – oh, no. seems to be an issue in Rutherford. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, those are, the, those are the two big things that we're looking for, what we're going to try to do, right, is we got to fix the economy. we got to make sure that it gets back to what it was, you know, in the 2018, 2019, you know, area when it was the top it's ever been in this country. We need to get back to that. We need to get back to fixing our schools and setting our children up for success because we don't set our children up for success. This country's in, the, in real big trouble going forward. Tom, I got oh, yeah. a, I got a, um, my dad has a golf buddy who, uh, whose last name is Toomey, uh, just like you. And they, they call him the Tombstone. Have you ever thought about <laughs> maybe going by Tom the Tombstone or Tombstone? 
So that's that's funny, actually. I've had one person in my life call me that when I was like in fourth or fifth grade. My best friend from fourth or fifth grade would call me that. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, you're not gonna mess with crypto if you get in there, are you, Tom? <laughs> you know, that's I, I need to learn more about that before we do anything. I know a lot of people are playing the you game. Just call me. I'll fill you in on anything uh, you need to know. Yeah, well, I got Tom, friends who call me pitch me this coin or that coin. This is like look. This is like the aliens. We need just a carte blanche agreement that you'll you'll not yeah. mess with crypto and also share the aliens. Let our goddamn yeah. portfolios recover, Tom. Please, just that, please, I, I agree. Know. I agree with let the portfolios recover. That part I 100 percent agree with. Yeah, Everyone okay. needs that right now. A lot of people got it in their portfolio now. It's not just not just the traditional. Yeah, it, I mean, I mean it's definitely growing you can see by the volatility of the market you'd see how much it moves around how much you know you have your friend calling you say buy this coin or buy that coin i mean it's definitely in play i think it's a new and emerging thing that especially from the government angle we need to understand first before we touch it we need to learn learn really what it is understand it before anyone does anything with it just mass regulating a market because oh they're making the people are making a ton of money off this let's regulate it we're not going down that route it's understand what it is thank you first before you do anything with it people just want to say oh the people are making a ton of money off it let's regulate it so we can tax them when the government can make more money that we're not doing we got to learn exactly what it is first what are the benefits and the negatives of it before anything gets touched mm-hmm. tom if you had one if you could give one message to your opponent uh what's your name mikey or yeah, mikey? Mike, sure. mikey what would what would it be if i'm pretend i'm i'm her sure. it, it's just it's to stand up you you ran as a moderate you ran as the Tulsi Gabbards of the world that fights for the people, you know, that, you know, Tulsi Gabbards on the Democratic side, but she's still great. And, you know, she actually fought for her constituents, although I don't agree with all of her policy. We knew she was actually there to fight for the people. And, you know, Mikey Sherrill, what she does right now is whatever Nancy Pelosi tells her to do, she goes and does. I call her a do-nothing politician because anything that goes wrong, she says nothing. Then, he, you know, then when Nancy says do this or Chuck Schumer says do this, she goes and does those things. And you ran as a moderate be the moderate you said you were running on because right now you're not you're playing the political game and you're not standing up for the people nancy is scary yeah she yeah. makes you want to toe that line huh <laughs> she's in yeah. charge i don't find it to be very scary if you're not you know if, you, if you're playing the corrupt political game and only out for yourself you're not scary to me fight for the people that's what you should be doing no that bureaucracy oh, yeah. scares the shit out of a lot of people in dc trust me tom and, and again, that's why I'm trying to do this. That's why I'm trying to be a congressman. That's why I'm, I'm running for this is to fight back against that and actually be a voice for the people and actually fight back against that. I know a lot of people are scared of it and a lot of people, you know, they don't know what to do with it or how to fight back against it. And that's what I'm here to do is to fight back against that. I have another Jersey question for you related to sure. small business. Um, how come there's a small business deli worth $100 million in Jersey? What's going on there? Yeah, your hometown deli. Your hometown over deli. Over there. Stop. I'm not sure. Actually, I actually haven't really looked into that. Oh, bro, you are you it's kidding? Got, uh, it's, it's, like got what, it's got what? It's got no. Actually, I know what you're talking about. It's got an evaluation of a hundred million dollars. Yes, when it's I, I it's publicly listed, and it makes well, thirty-seven thousand dollars in sales a year, but it's valued at over a hundred million. I heard they had the first ever pork roll that's there, and that's why it's so oh, big. Okay, you know, okay. You know, that, that's okay, fair there. enough. That's a very valuable <laughs> sandwich, the pork roll. Okay. They were. We, I'll be we, getting a pork roll next week when I'm at the Jersey Shore. I'm excited. We, we called BS on that situation from a mile away, and the sure. the, the son of the guy that owns that deli uh, He's got not happy in our faces. He yeah. was not happy. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's interesting. No, I mean the only thing I, I saw that had a hundred million dollar evaluation, which I thought was you know quite interesting. So I don't I'll know. Take I, a look. I'll, I'll take a look. More, but I'd just like to say it's probably got the either the best. 
pork roll or best pastrami or whatever it is, you know. That's a good answer for the people of Jersey, you know. I would take a look at it because the rumor is that a Chinese uh, – that's a front for a Chinese company. So I would take a look at it. It's dangerous, yeah. There's some other stuff going on. But uh, but it's good that you're giving uh, your constituents the benefit of the doubt there, you know, just like – Guilt – innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, you are innocent until proven guilty in this country. Yeah. Tom, I like your message. I hope uh, you know. I hope I hope what you're saying is true because uh, that's what we Appreciate need. That. So yeah, we're gonna call this episode the Tombstone. The tombstone. <laughs> tombstone. <laughs> Thanks, All right. Tom. Yeah, All anything right, else? Brother. Appreciate you. I think that's it. Thanks so much, Tom. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, yeah, Tom. have a good one, brother. Yeah, talk soon. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one. See you later. Yeah.